Hello, welcome to the Role Playing Exchange. This is Adam, and we are doing our final session of Love's Lonely Children. And tonight, joining me are a few play, uh, our intrepid investigators and an actual new player. So, starting off alphabetically, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves and the characters we're playing. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm still playing uh, William Cooper. I am still a criminal. Uh, except now I'm a criminal who's working for the government, and I probably, or not probably, I assaulted a suspect last game. <laughs> like you do. Yeah, you know. Alrighty, and next? That, that's you, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that would be me. Yes. Um, yeah. This is Jeremy, and I'm playing uh, Davin Kirchner. He's a uh, also a criminal, and he... A, uh, he decided that one day he was going to find some rolling papers and ended up being a mythos tome. And he uh, is now on a path to enlightenment and uh, really knows a lot about occults. And he is pretty much uh, expendable. So what's one more junkie if a nine millimeter needs to be used for retirement? Awesome. Next. Uh, hey, it's Noah. And I am playing Nathan Massey, who is a professional uh breaking and entering uh, criminal. Um, he daylights as a locksmith and uh, one time he broke into the wrong house at the wrong time during a Delta Green operation and he has been on their watch list since then and which is now being called in for this particular job. Okay. And, and I'm Patrick. I'm be playing Gail Pershing who uh, runs the world's worst Etsy store. <laughs> um, she is a uh, a black market dealer in murderabilia. So if someone wants to buy the clothes that a killer was wearing when they committed their crimes, she makes it disappear from an evidence locker and sells it on the deep web. Nice, very macabre. <laughs> All right, and let me see if I can find an ink pen that works, and we'll get started. God damn it! This is the pile that doesn't. Well, of course, work. she uses Bitcoin. She is. Happy, she's ecstatic <laughs> with the recent leak of Bitcoin prices because she's a shady. Bitch. <laughs> what happens when you're a tad bit shady? I guess or the Silk Road and all. Um, By the way, professional breaking and entering person is my new favorite term for uh, for burglar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's it's what you use in polite company, you know. And what was your character's name again, Jeremy? Uh, Davin Kirchner. David. Okay. No, no, no. What you do is polite conversation. You just shrug and say, I mean, it's not great. It's just an entry level position. <laughs> hey. hey. Oh. Okay. So we'll go ahead and pick off here. So, uh, Aaron, your great character, uh, Cooper, has just uh, accosted the, the clerk in the adult bookshop, Mr. Uh, Hammond, grabbed him by the collar, threatened him with. Uh, Beg your pardon? Threatened to, I was going to say, it's probably not the first time someone in Cleveland has accosted a the owner of an adult bookstore. Anyway, yes, <laughs> I grabbed him, and I believe I was going to punch him in the face uh, before I walked into his den of smut. <laughs> Awkward half-glance kind of blow, and you also called um, your Delta Green contact to try to... You know, cleaning the mess up, found out that that wasn't really what this phone was for. And now what's your character going to do? We'll work with that. Uh, 
Well, I'm going to try and disappear before the cops show up. Okay, so this seems like something that would be a good roll. Like, what are you going to roll on this? Uh, I can roll either. I think I've got stealth and criminality. Uh, stealth so. is out the door. I would. Right. <laughs> criminality, it is. Now, so how are you uh, using criminality? Like, um, it's this. Like, sell me on this. Uh, sorry, criminology. Not criminality is red markets. Uh, uh, I am going to put my hoodie up. Like, put the hood up, and then just, you know, shuffle away as quickly as possible and find a crowd to attempt to blend into. Okay. so Sounds fair? Yes, that sounds good to me. So go ahead and give me – I would also – is there traffic? No, I'm thinking of Knights Black Agents on that one, or Human Terrain. So, yeah, I'll set that. Go ahead and roll. Uh, just waiting for the dice roller to open. There we go. Uh, 85 out of 60. 85 out of 60. Okay. You fuck so, me, Dice. <laughs> you know, it wasn't really like you planned on doing this today. So you take off out the door, slam into it, little bells are jingling. This is like, well, not a busy, budding metropolis kind of section of Cleveland. There was a lot of little smaller stores like a computer repair place and other things around here. So... You're making a commotion, actually even knock into someone as you're running out the door, and you're just flailing down the road, um, sticking out like a sore thumb. It is spring, and a lot of people don't wear hoodies, so you're really kind of you know still sticking out. Lovely. So, so I was, I'll say that while you're running, your phone, the phone in your pocket begins to ring. Uh, I'm going to answer it. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, what have you done? Uh, sorry, Adam, you roboted for a second there. I'm what sorry. You You're good. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ, what have you done? Uh, well, I thought I might have a lead. Uh, also, dude was a scumbag. I feel like I was justified in my actions. <laughs> okay. Uh, he didn't laugh. I'm laughing. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. All right, make it to... Make it to 7th Lincoln Street. Uh, we're going to have a ride waiting on you. Just hurry. All right. Can do. All right. So, Davin, I'm going to take some creative uh, license here. Go for it. You also work as an Uber driver on the side because meth is, isn't going to buy itself, right? Hey, I got 50 and drive. I'm good. <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> Great. So, that cell phone that the really uh, shady person who, you know, helped you get out of the rehab center you know the one that the pentecostals were using to pray the drugs out of your system which you may or may not have kind of influenced their worldview by selling by sharing some scriptures that you knew yourself uh, you, you know those guys mm-hmm. uh, you get a uh, you get a phone call luckily you don't have anyone else in the cab with you for your oh where are you to be uh yes yes listen i need you to get to seven this I need to get to 7th and Lincoln, Lincoln Street. You'll see him as one of our contacts. He's in a gray hoodie. He's running down the street. He's probably out of breath. I get real bad shape. Just get him and take him where he wants to go. We need you for this. It's We might have a lead on what you're looking for. Oh, all right, man. All right. I'll be there in a second. Okay. Let's pull off and uh, head that way. Okay. So, yeah, we'll go ahead and, and – well, 
I don't know. I'd like to see if Aaron gets in more trouble. Why don't we see how good that, fit, that 50% is? All right. So do you need me to make a roll, Adam? Or? Uh, no, I need uh, Jeremy to make a roll. He's got drive. All righty. Let's see how this works out. Uh, not well. 76. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Aaron. Yo. There's nothing there. Like, come on, man! Get out of the way, traffic! Come on! There's people are lo- people are looking at you. People were looking at you a moment ago. I mean, the entire time, you you stick out like a sore thumb. You're out of breath. You're starting to get that little, you know, that coppery taste you get in your mouth when you fuck. You're getting ready to throw up. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, yeah, first, I'm gonna do the hoodie because people have seen me in it. So you're just gonna strip out, strip off right in broad daylight. I mean, it's a jacket. I've got a shirt on underneath it. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, will you do me a real quick favor because I'm a dick? So. Yeah. Can you give me a, a sanity check? Because like nobody's here. You fucked up. Like. Like. You know what? That's. What fair. are you waiting? Uh, I rolled in all six. You know what? Fuck those guys. Like this may just be your perfect way out. <laughs> all right. So yeah. you, you did Fuck your. It. I'll find a way out myself. So, uh, Jeremy, what kind of car is Davin driving? Uh, it's an 81 Cutlass. Big old battle tank. <laughs> God. <laughs> Jesus. Do you even make money on fuel? <laughs> no. I think Uber has, like, a t- an age limit on the car. I'm just saying. <laughs> I lied. What can I say? I'm a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this crime's against the environment? <laughs> <laughs> it's Ohio, man. They don't have emissions laws. all right so aaron yo you see a very large ghetto sled pull up there uh i'm gonna i'm just gonna run over the window window. hey man i heard you need a ride you look like the most out of breath person i've ever seen fuck they sent a cocaine cowboy to pick me up all right hey man i'm good at what i do i'll hop in the back seat Hey man, I think I got some mints or some water or something in the back there. Fucking a, all right. <laughs> where, where are we off to? Uh, that's a good question. They didn't tell me where to go. Yeah, they didn't tell. They just told me to come pick you up. Uh, I'm gonna hit redial on the phone, Adam. No answer. God damn! Fuck it. I don't know. Let's just uh get out of here. I may or may not have uh assaulted somebody. All right, I'll just slowly start pulling off into traffic. On the bright side, the back seat is very spacious. <laughs> okay, so like, what would you what are, what's your plan to do right now, Cooper? Uh, first I'm gonna catch my breath, and then I'm just I'm gonna wait for Homeboy to call me because I don't know where the other two are. And do you want to contact them, or did you all exchange numbers or anything of the sort? Uh, um, I mean, if you want to retcon it to say that we did, sure, because I don't think we ever actually agreed on it. I think it's a given, pretty much. I don't really feel like. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. I'm gonna then I'm gonna call Gail. I open (laughs) TechNet. Oh, cool! We've got Gulnet. Yeah, Gail opens the purse, fishes through like three or four uh, cell phones. Uh, She she definitely does the 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 drug dealer thing of having lots of cell phones. Figure out the one that's that's ringing because um. Caron Incorporated. Hey, yeah, drop the voice. It's me. Where are oh, you guys? Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Where did we leave? 
off last time. We, uh, we were leaving. Thing, we went to the... the uh, honeysuckle? Honeysuckle, that's the one. So are you going to follow on immediately from that? Yeah. Uh, it sort of, you know, looks around on the street corner. I'm on uh, Squalor and Bedsit. The corner of Squalor and Bedsit. Uh, and we're not in a good part of town. We're not going to be staying here long. What's up? Uh, I'm on my way, and apparently they've uh, commissioned a ride for us. So... That's why I brought the big car, man. <laughs> it's true. We've, we've got plenty of room. Uh, I will be there shortly, say five, ten minutes, so don't go nowhere. Okay. Uh, is your friend cool? Is is going to turn up in like a G-Man suit? Uh, no. He looks like he hasn't slept in three days, but he seems, uh, he seems all right. Um, they told me to meet him somewhere and he showed up you know a little late but he showed up so i'm assuming he's on our side at least if nothing else okay um you're not in a green sedan by any chance are you uh no we are not okay that's good you're not with the killer right okay uh, wait hold on you boop. said the, the killer drives a green sedan and you also said boop oh, oh okay i didn't hear the boop my bad <laughs> all right yeah so there's that <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> I like that <laughs> I'm sorry so yeah. so take us away guys so what let's go to the meeting or however you're doing this uh, slightly metagaming because I don't know this but can the mention of a green sedan stir something in Aaron's memory because I think yeah, that that's, came that's what I was side of things last time mm-hmm. yeah he I did do, right before you uh, right before you hung up so uh, that might be why I said it <laughs> Yeah, nice. Uh, so I assume we're going to just pick them up and get them in the car. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I'm going to just look over at Gail. Wait a second. Before you hung up earlier, you mentioned a green sedan, right? Uh, yeah, Honeysuckle talked about this uh, guy in a green sedan that was hanging around the place the religion ah, was. And he came back later after having a fight with her. Ah, she was the best bet for a killer. Fuck me, I may or may not have seen that earlier. You didn't see if the driver had, like, a weird bulge in his pants, like too many of them? Uh, no. I don't know if I, I don't even know if I saw the driver. I just, you know, I was outside of the porn shop and a green sedan that fits the description you've given me. So. Porn shop. Uh, do we? Makes sense. This guy's got a. Weird monster dick. You might need to feed a weird monster porn. Um, should we, like, swing the car around and see if we can, you know, catch weird monster dick guy coming out of the porn shop? Yeah, I was I was just going to say the same thing. Uh, I mean, yeah. You know what? Yeah, we're in force. There's one of him. Let's fucking do it. Is there any way I could roll like a uh, like a criminality to see if there's any word on the street about you know from any of the anybody having you know Johns that are fit that description or um, like a cult for anything that may you know fit that description? Uh, yeah, I mean the occult would probably be about one of your your better guesses. Okay, well I didn't know if it was like a criminality. Chainsaw Dixie. Well, it's like a criminality about like, you know, prostitutes talking about Johns with weird, you know, it's more like, you know, more of that description. Okay. So, yeah. But, all right. I've got a 38 out of 70 on a cult. 
on the occult. Okay, now you've... <coughs> The description that he is giving you, like even every the the stuff that you've read about in the occult that involved like the mutilation of sexual organs and so forth, was usually more surface level. More, um, I'm trying to think of like what you know, like what's going on in Africa and stuff like that with uh, the forced castration and, and stuff like or not castration. What's it called? Never mind. Is it castration? Mutilation. Mutilation. Circumcision. Female circumcision. Yeah, the female circumcision. Like you, like actually getting into the area, to, you know, closer to the like the floating tubes and so forth. Is if something's going to be done there, they're going to be removed. They're not going to be uh, mutilated to that degree. So, with you know, with so with your cult row, you, that doesn't sound like anything you've heard of. But how about with the uh, criminality to see if there's any been any uh, any missing prostitutes come up or any more any other you know uh, anybody being propositioned with that may fit that description or with, by people that may fit that description or any pimps that's been talking about that? Oh yeah, you can make a you can borrow that as well. Uh, fifty four out of sixty. Fifty four out of sixty. So which pimp are you contacting? Uh, let's see. Ah, man. Names are hard. Um, Silky. Silky. <laughs> it's, I don't know why this just popped in my head. It, it works. All right. Yo, man, what's up? Hey, man, have you heard anybody uh, talk about any type of, uh, like, any type of Johns coming through with, uh, like, bigger than normal packages? Maybe, uh, or any uh, any other, any of your, uh, your ladies of the night come up missing or have been talking about uh, any other friends coming up missing? Motherfucker, that's like a buffet of shit you just dropped on me here, man. I don't hey, know where this is. Hey, 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 hey. What? If you're talking about John's is packing, I mean, shit, you might as well call me John Holmes, motherfucker. But uh, it's always the ones that brag, are always the ones that are small. So it's just. Oh, uh, you going to be like that. I, I am, was, man. We're friends, buddy. I've known you since high school. Listen, man, like the. <laughs> okay. Man, listen, I, I ain't heard anything about that. <sighs> For the most part, if you, the only thing I heard about is that girl got chopped up the other night. I mean, for the most part, I mean, you know, people in this line of work, they, they disappear and stuff like that. When they disappear, they don't end up in trash bags at the park. Like, it got, you know, if I were the you know kind of person who entrepreneur to that sort, I would um, really be trying to move my girls out of there. So, you know... The word is like maybe somebody's trying to, you know, clean the park up in a very misdirected way. I mean, shit, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, as far as girls disappear all the time, nobody's been mauled by, you know, an anaconda. You know of anybody that's going to be coming, uh, it's looking for any type of retribution for their girls coming up missing? No, man, that Hammond girl, I read about her. She was, she's self-employed. She didn't have anybody, and that's the problem, man. If they had, if they had a, a manager of sorts, man, you know, provide muscle, watch, you know what I mean? And hmm. these independent contractors, they're on their own. So, hmm. kind of what you get. Just hate to say it. Yeah. Well, thanks for the information. So I'll, uh, I'll swing by here sometime, man. We'll go get a bite to eat or something. Yeah, you do that, man. You do that. All right. And click. Oh, I'm going to hop off in my green sedan now. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so information that you have, like Aaron, you have you relayed that you saw the vehicle, right? Yes. 
Okay, so what what's the game plan? Are you going to stake the place out? Because I'm trying to remember the time of day when all this stuff was going on. Do you guys remember? It's been a couple of days since we've done this. Uh, I think I went in the middle of the day or in the morning. I don't remember exactly, but... Um, well, because it was really, really early in the morning when we got done hanging out with Spider. So I think we all like got some rest and then went out in like the like the midday. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll say that it's coming on evening and that sounds good. You know, seven <laughs> hours of sleep and stuff like that. So it's e- evening, evening time's coming around. It's not dark, you know what I mean? But it's spring. It's, you know how it gets dark around eight or nine o'clock or something like that. We'll yeah. say it's yeah. you know, six-ish. So how are you going to do this? Are you, so are we staking it out? Or are we just going to say parked in the Uber car? I mean, like, where are we headed anyway? Yes. Uh, I'm going to give him the location of the porn shop. And then I'm going to confer with everyone else and ask whether or not they think we should wait and see what, you know, see who comes out or if we should just go in there and confront somebody. So what's the uh, what's the deal with the porn shop? I I'm kind of behind the curve. Uh, well, uh, the girl who went missing uh, did a spread, I guess you'd call it, for a gentleman's magazine, and we traced it back to this location. And her father owns the shop and appears to have been her photographer. Oh, so it's fucking her fucking dad. Oh. oh. So yeah. word on the street though is she's uh she was independent contractor. She didn't have anybody looking for her. So I mean maybe whatever the, whoever's mo this is maybe uh, looking for people that nobody's gonna miss or come looking for. Because most uh, uh, most most pimps are gonna you know if if their girls come up missing they're gonna come looking for the person that's making them go missing. No, you're you're definitely right. But uh, they these two I'm going to hook a finger over at Gail and Nathan. Uh, talk to one of her friends or an associate, I guess. And, uh, well, apparently the last person she saw her get in a car with, or the last car she saw her get into was, uh, at said porn shop. Now I didn't have this information when I was there. So, you know, we said it was a green sedan. You said there was a green sedan at the porn shop. We said, okay, let's combine these facts. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot faster than the way I was going about it. But yeah, so we are investigating this here green sedan that I saw at the porn shop. Now, does do you guys, uh, including you, new guy, I'm going to just put it up to the group. Should we stake the place out or do we want to bust in and see if whoever owns the car is in the shop? Is it is this at night or in the day? Like, what just I can't remember what time of day it was because like we could always, we could always uh wait until later on the night see if we can go in and see if there's any you know if it's a porn shop so i'm sure they got cameras so maybe we could go in and see if we could watch the camera footage and see who comes in and out uh about that uh i may or may not have roughed up the owner so i don't know how much he's how helpful he's going to be or how much i mean like come in afterwards oh oh after he goes home from the day yeah Uh, all right i will make an idea roll in times five yeah i know uh, okay. Let's see, my character sheet. What is my int? Sixty-four out of sixty-five. Sixty-four out of sixty-five. Okay, you do remember 
that you saw the hours posted on the uh, porn shop. Okay. It was um, two a. I mean, two p.m. to two a.m. I believe. Okay. Time. So you do you do remember the hours of operation? Yes, two p.m. two a.m. Six okay. days a week. Alrighty. Uh, hmm. And then I'm gonna look over at Nathan. Hey, you're good at breaking into shit, right? That's. Uh, I'm a locksmith. Right, locksmith. Uh, you down to uh, liberate the uh, camera footage or the security footage from this place's camera? Sure, sure. We can we can get in there and get what we need. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, how about you, Spooky? I'm gonna look over at Gail. Uh, any new information? From when the conversation we literally just had? Oh no, I'm sorry. I thought there was. I thought there was stuff I hadn't got from you guys about from Honeysuckle. Never mind. Uh, okay. Yeah, sorry. So well, since the uh, the porn shop owner guy doesn't know me, I could always go in and see where the cameras are. Like go in and kind of browse around, see where the cameras are pointing, see if there's any pointing at the at the the outside, so we could see if there's a green sedan or who got into a green sedan. Re- uh, Aaron, you yes. do remember that when you were you did do a critical success, I recall when you walked in there checking everything and you didn't see any interior like CTV, I think, you know, or CCTV, I think it's the abbreviation acronym, but um, you do remember that there was mirrors in the corner. So you could kind of see what was happening like behind that, behind shelves and stuff like that. So as far as in inside that, unless there was something concealed, you, you know, you don't recall seeing an actual like camera set up there. Okay. Hmm. Well, that's going to make things more challenging. It kind of goes with the, it makes people gun shy if they're in there, like, you know, doing things they're not proud of and they're also, you know, being filmed. That's a good point. Um, I'm making all this up, by the way. I don't really have that. Sure. Sure. (laughs) Right, Adam. (laughs) Right. Local Uh, area high school teacher (laughs) frequents serve Hollywood. Gotcha. Or God. Um, that is going to make things a little more difficult. Uh, hmm. Is there any, uh, oh, let's see. Uh, just kind of on the camera route, is there any type of um, anything on the, the, the light or uh, traffic cams or anything like that? Uh, there might be, but traffic cams are going to be a whole lot harder to, uh, a whole lot harder to get access to the film for, or to the footage from. Um, what about, um, What's Nate think about – what's his experience on breaking in in case and joints? What does, what does that tell him, Noah? Uh, well, let's see. I mean, I wouldn't really worry too much about um, stuff that's on the street. Uh, I would maybe worry more about stuff that's on the outside of the buildings. Um, but, I mean, if we go into, like, a back alley or something like that, it's it's not going to be too, too difficult. I mean, it is a porn shop in a seedy part of town. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just say we, we stake out the the building, we try and ID who actually drives the, the green sedan, and then uh once it's closed for the night we can get inside and see if we can't find any evidence. Okay. Uh that works for me. Gail, how about you? I'm good. Awesome. All right. So is it well known that this guy does all the stuff to his daughter and all that stuff or like everything is he is it pretty well known or is he still kind of trying to hide it save face uh he seems like he's trying to hide it like last game he 
he was like, what? No, she's totally old enough to do this. Like, she's so, totally 18. So we've already got uh, blackmail on him then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've, we've got that information. Uh, and that'll be useful. She was working uh, the, the credited as a false name in the, in the magazine. Yeah. So, it, you know, it wasn't like it was publicly known. So but we do have something we can use to lean on him if okay. necessary. So I'll say by the time all this discussion is taking place and all, it's, you know, like I said, seven o'clock. So it's not dark. Of course, there's city streetlights and stuff like that. Now, um, where's Davin? Like, are you, where are you parking? Like, how, how are you working this out? Like, where would you be? And uh, perhaps- could I roll a uh, stealth or criminality to, to find the best place to keep out of sight? Yeah, that led to whoever had like wanted road criminality. I mean, I would definitely accept you, or I would accept Nate if you know he he's done this before as well. Uh, what's your uh, criminality, Nate? Sixty. Same here. Let's see what we can come up with. Yeah, you guys right. both throw it. Thirty-eight out of sixty. Uh, nope. Don't listen to my advice. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, we gotta pull over here. That's where the cameras are. Oh no, we gotta stay out of the light. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you. You realize driving a, a late model car that, despite the fact that it may not be, you know, a Ferrari or anything like that, it is memorable. So you managed, you know, you park down the street a little bit uh, next to another business, maybe even move the car once or twice, even though you know it's still kind of. Eh. Well, I mean, it's I got like, a reason to be there. I'm I'm an Uber driver. That's true. <laughs> And, you know, that car's big enough that you could have the entire party laying the floorboard in the back seat and then... Two in the shop, two in the back seat. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, 7 o'clock. Uh, is there any kind of preliminary stuff you're wanting to do while the shop is open? Um, uh, I'd say let's keep an eye out for any, like, notable people going in or out. Okay. Yeah, or re- repeat visits. Mm-hmm, yeah. You did mention this to me beforehand, which is why I bring it up now. But you did mention something about alleyways, and you do see that there is an access way. So you had the front of the shop, and there's also a couple, you know, two or three car parking lot there. Just, God, it's one of those really horrible setups where there's like a few feet separating your vehicle from the road. And if Mm -hmm. you were backing out or pulling out, then damn it, you better hurry or you're going to get smushed, which, you know, definitely kind of. Mark's Davin's car is not wanting to, you know, park right there or anything. But yeah, you do see, by the way, that there is a side, you know, alleyway going by. So let's see. You want to go ahead and can you uh, can you give me a listen row, guys? All of us. Yeah, everybody. Uh, What would be listen? Alertness. Maybe alertness. I'm sorry. I'm going call Cthulhu. Uh, Twenty six out of fifty. 26 out of 50. Uh, so. Go ahead. 58 out of 70. 42 out of 20. Oh, five. On my phone. Those of you, well, I think everybody made it. So Patrick didn't. Well, there's, yeah, no, I failed. While there is a lot of, um, a lot of, you know, city noise and stuff like that, it is nearing the end of the day. And since this is not like, you know, central downtown and like a really high traveled area, there are these moments when the background noise is very low and stuff. And you, you think you hear like just 
it's muffled. You can tell it's coming from the direction of the shop, but you you hear somebody just yelling. But it's not it's not like oh my god, I'm going to die. It's more of an anger. You hear a female voice, and you, you can't make out much of what they're saying. But you just hear a woman's voice, and you hear her scream, you know, God damn it, you're fucking worthless. And then I mean, you hear that, and it's muffled, you know, but. That's about it. So, uh, Adam, can I make an yeah. idea roll? What's your what are? Uh, it's just to remember last when I was in there, uh, the owner was being yelled at. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you. Well, I mean, yeah, you remember that. So you remember? Well, relay. What do, what do you remember? Uh, uh, guy was being yelled at by someone he called Mama. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's his actual mother or not. Uh, he said something about the snacks, which sounds pretty innocuous, but I know this. That's I'm 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 trying to feel my way through this. This like only the second time or well, third time I ran down to green. What is your alertness score anyway? My alertness score is a seventy. That sounds like her. You know, with a seventy in alertness, you know, it's a distance away. Obviously, you're parked across the road down a little bit. Can't exactly, you know, you don't have like a not, like a direct view of the place, but you you feel like that's the same voice that you heard in there, the woman that he called Mama. Gotcha. I will relay this to the group. Oh, sounds like uh, Mama's angry at him again. Did we see anybody come in and or out that like would fit a female's description? Because we've been sitting there for a really long time. You've seen you've seen a handful of people go in and out, but it's it's the end of the day and. No, no one like. What does a mama look like, really? I mean, like, did we see anybody go in besides the owner and stay in there until just now? Until now, most people are in there an average of ten minutes stops. Every everyone that you see that's walked in has walked out. Some with bags, some with bags that they're poorly concealing in their, you know, under their shirt or in their coat pocket or something like that. We had a whole long conversation last game of how, like, that's that's a place you walk in, but when you walk out, you can't control who sees you. Yeah. Yeah, you, you don't want to be seen. But, no, it sounds like we haven't seen anybody else. Uh, but, yeah, I'm just going to tell them, like, last time I was in there, I heard a uh, guy being yelled at by someone he called Mama. I Like I said, I don't know if that's his actual mother or what, but she was not happy. He was late with something. So we'll say time has went on unless anybody was wanting to do anything with this information. Sort of who would have issues. Um, could we maybe roll the car along a bit, see if we can get a view? I was going to say we could always put one, one person on the front door, one person on the back door, kind of just hang, hanging out to see who leaves. Yeah. You can... Uh, but actually I mean, not being in this part of town at night. Um, I'll head down one of the alleyways. And just kind of keep an eye out. Okay. So, let's see. So the alleyway basically runs the length of the block behind the buildings and all. Mm-hmm. But uh, as you go around the building, I mean, you just see maybe a dumpster, just some junk. There's you don't really encounter any. Well, you don't encounter anyone. But at the back of the porn shop, mm-hmm. you do see what looks like a rather stout back door. Okay. And. Uh, yeah. You also do notice. Let's see, what is your what's your criminology? Uh, criminology, goddamn it! Uh, criminology at sixty. Sixty. 
you're not under pressure. Nothing you need to row on. This is, I mean, you've done shit before. Mm-hmm. You do see a um, drainage pipe. It looks like it's a two-story. The porn shop is a two-story building. Nothing gigantic or huge, but mm-hmm. yeah, you you do see like uh, a, a drain drainage pipe leading up. It. You also notice that um, there are. You see signs. It looks like this is also a place that's lived in. Not only does mm-hmm. it seem like it's a a place of business, but there also may be like a, like a studio apartment. You you notice uh, a broom outside on the back step. Around that, you see a couple of like I wouldn't say like a huge porch or anything like that, but it goes off maybe three or four foot, like a little stoop. There's a chair, like a trash can there, and stuff like that. So either you know, get, get the impression. You also notice uh, from the windows that they have. Uh, blinds on around the back, like drapes. I mean, mm-hmm. looks like it looks way out. Looks like you got two rear windows as well on the ground floor and the second floor. Okay. So drainage pipe, door, windows. So you're just gonna post up there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So if you just chilling there, I guess. Uh, anyone else? What's uh, anyone else doing right now? Um. I'm a little bit wary about getting too close in case dude picks me out and starts to so worry. Are you guys just leaving as Noah just around back and then you guys are just going to be staking out in the car? Uh, they don't know me, so I could always go, you know, hang out somewhere near one of the entrances as well. Just well, keep an eye on for Noah. Yeah. All right. Well, it's whatever you want to do. I just, I just need to know what you're doing before I move on. Uh, yeah, I'm saying, gotcha. um, I think... We had some people in the car still, so we'll be yeah. staying in the car. Um, yeah, I will also stay in the car. I want to, um, Patrick, why don't you give me an alertness roll? Because I'm really bad at it. Uh, <laughs> you asked, uh, okay. So and, over 20, no, I failed. <laughs> That's a problem. 34 out of 20, okay. Hmm. All right. So what you do notice is... Kind of absent, absent-mindedly, you see people walking in and out. And if you sit in a place for a certain amount of time, I don't care how attentive you are, just things start blurring together, so to speak. And you notice that you saw someone walk in, and you didn't. It's been you know twenty minutes, and you haven't seen them walk out. And you guys in the car, you also notice that uh, even though it is eleven o'clock. At night now, the close sign has been flipped on the door. Hmm. So they, which the windows are blacked out in the front anyway, but there's a small little light, not lighted area, but an uncovered area that's not blacked out on the door that has a glass window on it. And that's just been flipped around. Hmm. Uh, text to uh, Noah's character. Uh, anyone come out the back? Uh, no, haven't seen anybody. Someone came in the front. Now, closed sign up. Maybe trouble? Uh, Hear anything? Maybe. I'm going to um, sneak close to the back door and put my ear up against it or like up against the near window or something. Okay. Uh, alertness? Uh, nope. Nothing on this floor. Do you want to try to gain access to the second floor? Uh, sure. Really? There's not like back steps or anything to the, the second floor, is there? Oh, you'd have to shimmy up uh, 
if you want to think of it, like if you're picturing it like you're standing doors in the very center at the back mm-hmm. of this building, to the left and right, there's windows, and then directly above it, not directly above it, but you know, on the second story, the windows are in the same spot. And on what would be your right hand side, if you were standing at the door, there is a gutter drain going down. Right. So, got your oh. character sheet. If you if you want to try it, it's like your call. Uh, let me give it an athletics check to, uh, hop up that drain pipe. Okay. Hardcore parkour. Uh, oh, come on. 56 out of 50. 56 out of 50. Do you, um, real quick, what is your, um, what's your size? There's no size. There's no size. Okay. That's right. You can can estimate it based on strength and calm. That's what it's derived from with the CSC. So, what is your strength? Just my strength is fourteen, and my con is sixteen. I'm, I'm, I think. Yeah. So, as you try to make it up, like you, you grab a hold of it. I was basically trying to see if you were too big for it. You make it up several feet. You've, you're grabbing a hold of it. You're also kind of like trying to snake your way up. And I guess you could say just like rope climb. Does that sound about right? Yeah. And the nails that like affix it, uh, the gutter to the building, you start to feel them kind of give. And the bottom section of the gutters, they don't break off, but it swings far enough out that I'm going to need you to make another athletics row to hang on. Okay. Or... Nope. Okay. Take one point of damage because you just fell on your ass. And it hurt. When did you? All right. You, you, didn't, you didn't follow second story. You didn't make it up that far with your size. So, now what, guys? Uh, I'm going to look at Gavin and just go, hey, go just kind of loiter by the door, act like you're just hanging out, smoking a cigarette, and see if you hear anything. Uh, I can do that. Do either of you two boys have a gun? Uh, uh, I do. I do not. Okay. Keep it yeah, I, I, we will say I have it tucked into my back waistband. And we're going with we're going with the nine millimeter style. Yeah. All right, um, Daphne, go ahead if you were wanting to try to go around to the front of the building to see if you hear anything. Uh, what do you need me to roll stealth just to kind of? It's still normal operating hours. Oh, uh, is it? It's your okay. call. Uh, just... we just try. I want to try and keep my face hidden a little bit. So if you don't mind, I'll roll a stealth just to. That, that sounds good. <laughs> Uh, no, seventy nine out of seventy. So. It's just not it. A little too bright out. It's it's bright out, and to to be honest with you, you're just in the open. If it wasn't for the fact that you were parked across the street, you didn't have to cross the street, and just the way the the topography of the the area, I guess you could say, it just you're forced pretty much walking on the sidewalk. You're right. you're, you're not you're trying not to draw attention to yourself. You're not you know doing. Kind of that little cartoony. If anybody else got that image in their head, but give me a give me an alertness row when you get up around the door. Uh, fifty-one out of fifty. <laughs> you don't hear shit. I want to stand there and finish my cigarette, though. Okay. So, what? You just walk up to the door, act like you're well, just kind of walk up and lean up against the wall, light up a cigarette, and just. Okay. Like I'm actually, you know, like I'm just t- t- stopping to take a smoke. Everybody's robotting super hard. 
I can hear just fine. It might be on your end, Aaron. Yeah, that's probably on your end. Yeah, I think it is, Aaron. Oh. Hey, let me drop out and then join again. Sounds okay. fine to me. Again. Okay. Uh, you might want to test the door, see if it's locked. They might flip the close sign, but not lock the door. Okay. Right, yeah. I'll go wiggle the door handle. Okay, so check the door. It's locked. Hmm. Uh, Noah, Noah, can I get an idea, Rogue? Sure. Uh, odd eight. Odd eight. You know you could break that back door down? It's... <laughs> It doesn't even have a deadbolt or anything like that. It's just a very basic setup, but it's it's a stout door. Like you know that like you could kick it, run into it, you could force it open. But if you if you wanted to, right, to do it quick, you also know that with the tools that you got in your trade, that you could also try to pick the lock as well if you wanted to go into it. Yeah, but, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and and just pick the the lock on the back door. Okay. Are there any lights on upstairs? Oddly enough, no. Uh, no, I get 70 out of 60, so it's going to take me some time to get into this door. So, a failure? Okay. Yes. Okay. So, some time's passed, guys. And I, let's just wait for Aaron for the next part, unless he got back. I don't have that screen open. I heard no, he's not back Did yet. you come back? No. No, he's not back yet. Uh-huh. Yeah. <sighs> Man, I had, we had a, just a, BS here a little bit with this. I, we got out of school today because it was cold. <laughs> nice. It was weird. It's like um, if the wind chill gets down into double digits and stuff like that, where it's kind of a rural setting, and then a lot of people, kids that wait for the school bus, have to stand out in the exposed oh, elements yeah, and whatnot. But and they got, what's it called? The bombast cyclone. I beg your pardon, sir. The, is it is it the bombast cyclone that's doing this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we shop on the wall. That, sorry, no, we're, we're not doing play hour. I'm just thinking out loud. That's fine. Looks like Aaron's uh, back as well. Yeah, it looks like. Are so you back, Aaron? Shop, does yeah. it, hello? Aaron, you there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Cool. Does the pawn shop have uh, a phone number anywhere on the outside? Does it have a, a, a listing that I can Google? I want to ring it and see if anyone answers. Okay, I'll say it's easy enough to redefine. You don't even need to make a rogue. You already had the name of the place. So mm-hmm. you don't see a number necessarily on the door, definitely from where you're at, but it wasn't very hard just to you know open up your phone, Google it. So you do have the number. Yeah. And you dial it, no answer. It rings and rings and rings. You can even, uh, Davin can even hear the phone ringing. That's what I was going to ask. So... Give me. We may we'll just say, need to go in there. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say if it's we tried we tried several things. I'm gonna say an hour has passed from you know trying to shimmy up it to Jerry pick at you know Jerry and the lock open and so forth. So with uh, you do notice uh, Gale, you do notice uh, the top lights on the second floor kick on. You, so you don't actually see in them, but you know you see you know behind the shades and stuff like that the lights light up and let's see noah i need you and uh jeremy to give me alertness rose uh, 26 out of 50 uh, 68 out of 60 so now i don't see anything it's probably just really the angle you're at but 
Jeremy, you hear footsteps, and it seems like it sounds like more than like one set of footsteps, but you hear footsteps, and it's it's kind of it's like you hear light steps, heavy steps, light steps, heavy steps. It's it's not like that they're following a rhythm, like say like a dog or something like that was walking or something like that. Like, but you hear what sounds like two different two people coming down like steps. Kind of sounds like maybe a man and a woman, possibly. Like coming from the inside or from the outside, like a back alley, like a fire escape or from the inside? Inside. There's, there's not a stairway entrance to the second floor for the okay. outside. Uh, I'm going to kind of duck around the corner and see if anybody comes in, comes out. Okay. So right, give me one second. Flipping around. I had too many windows open. All right. So he may have been in there with someone doing another photo shoot. So. <laughs> oh, all right. So. 12 o'clock, you see a uh, short, scrawny man. Uh, everybody who's at the front of the building see this. You see a short, scrawny man. Uh, Cooper, you recognize... Not Cooper, excuse me. Uh, yes, Cooper. Cooper, you recognize this as Colin Hammond. He's coming outside. He's got two big trash bags in his hands. And then behind him, you see a much, much larger woman. She is... Gigantic in size, both in both in height and width. Walking out, they both got um, two trash bags each. Looks like she's struggling with hers just a tad bit more. Hmm. And they go around, just kind of cautiously look and walk around to the green sedan, pop the trunk, and they're loading the bags up into it. Uh, so we were snapping pictures on our phone. That you can, if, if you want. What skill would work for photography on that? Uh, let's see. Maybe uh, stealth or uh, Sigint computer science. You know what? Uh, I I'll be honest with you. I don't think it takes like a professional to take photographs. We'll just like if you want to pull out your camera, unless there's a particular skill that applies to this. Well, forensics. You have forensics. Yeah, forensics at fifty. I would I would say that you've had to make quick adjustments. You've taken pictures in low lighting and so forth. So if you want to try to catch her a few pictures, yeah, give me, give me forensics. Has that green sedan been sitting there the whole time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 23 uh, out of 50. 23 out of 50. Yeah. You're, you're fairly confident in what you've got. It's, it works out best at, despite the fact that the second story lights were on, they didn't turn on the bottom, but when they step out, they're, you know, you're timing it just right that they're illuminated by the streetlights. Fairly decent. You look back, you can actually see that you've got enough of a detail that you could probably make, you know, use it for identification purposes. Who's in the car with me? Aaron? Is Aaron in the car with me? Yes. Yeah, that, yeah. Okay. Yes. Listen, four bags and they closed early. That's, I don't think that's domestic waste. <laughs> no, you're, I think you're right. Uh, hmm. I'm going to look at Gale, kind of reach for the gun. Should we confront them? Did we, we got a, a cell phone from the DG guy, right? Yeah, and actually Aaron's character does have the cell phone. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Superfet, this is, this is reasonable, like, suspicious. If we can get a picture of, like, a hand sticking out of the bag or something, we can get those guys to swarm that place with, like, fucking swap ninjas. If we can follow these guys to the dump, wherever they, they get rid of the... 
you know? Um, yeah, uh, I think you can, yeah. You want to give me, well, so what's, what's the plan first off? Right, got uh, so my thinking is, that's a body. They are dumping a body. We also need to get, like, we can make, we can make this the police's problem uh, as long as we get reasonable suspicion that there's more than just trash in those bags. So I'm thinking they're going to dump the body. We need pictures of, like, torso, uh, severed limb. So we can then send yeah. the DG guy and go, like, here, reasonable cause. <laughs> Deal with it. Okay, so are, are you calling the DG guy? No, I think I'm saying I'm I'm saying like uh, I think we should we should get everyone back in the car and then like try and trail these guys to the dump site. Yeah, I agree. Um, yes, I will. I will shoot a quick text to uh, Jeremy, not Jeremy, uh, Gavin and uh, uh, Nathan. Just they're moving back to car now, uh, sneakily. Hey, uh, Gavin and Nate also give me a ideal row. Uh, Nate, I also want to. Well, not Nate. Uh, Gavin, Gavin, I also want to give you a uh, since you kind of work with Delta Green a bit more from what your backstory. I'm gonna give you a plus ten. Uh, okay, ideal roll. Yeah. Okay, that's just intelligence. Yeah, yes. Just in that's your end times five. Uh, negative. That's a critical failure. Uh, I got a 19 out of 60. So, from from your right, so they they give you a text message, and by this to, this time you're starting to hear like it doesn't take too long. Like you even hear like a trunk door shut. You know that one option is to do what they say, but you know another option is to go into the house. Yeah, we do know there's no one in there, man. Um, so if you guys want to take the car? We can always since we're already out of the car. We'd we'd be wasting time trying to get back to the car. The keys are in it. Yeah, yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. Um, okay. Split I mean, I'm split the party. Yeah, that always oh. always goes well. Well, uh, hold on. Let me just soak this in. Okay, guess that's great. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I've never celebrated uh, a party before. I have drive at fifty. So, well, there. I tell you what. If you want to do. Give me, I, I want your drive not to be like you're catching up with them, but they've started up and they're they're following, they're driving safe. So you want like a stealth roll and a drive roll? I would accept whatever you have the most points in. Okay. Um, let me see what I have in stealth. I have 50 in stealth, so it's half one, six dozen of another. So Could one give like a, give like a bonus to the other by helping them spot? Gail has yeah, some like, great alertness. <laughs> yeah, if Gail can keep an eye on the car. And traffic. Alertness of 20. Gail, I would also <laughs> accept, like, what other means do you have? Like, if, if alertness is not your strong suit, <laughs> like, uh, is there any uh, other of your skills that you could possibly use to help adjust that? I'm not very practical. Um, uh, a lot of the academic skills. I have good persuade. I have drive, drive. I have drive at base, base at 30. I have persuade 20. What about... Uh, Mm, I'm, I'm really good at man. accounting. <laughs> well, you, you account and figure out that you're going to run out of gas before they run out of gas. But uh, uh, could I use criminology? I have that at sixty. Anything. I mean, you're if you're driving, you're driving. So, okay. um, Gail, if you wanted to use criminology, if you wanted to use computer science, I mean, I'm just saying, like, what would you do? 
like you have suspicions of what they have. Like yeah. What are like? Where would you, if you're, we'll say it, you're thinking it's a body, right? Yeah, I think it's a body. Um, Where would you? Bureaucracy or computer science, yeah. So, like, bureaucracy, I could see either bureaucracy or computer science as being like, we know general direction, where's the nearest, like, river or dump, like, like trash dump um, or a pig farm. Like if, if if I was to draw a line along the route they're currently taking, based on like satellite, okay. like Google Maps and GPS, okay. give me a the nearest site I would go that would be oh this is where I go to get rid of an yeah. inconvenient cadaver. Uh, seventeen out of fifty. You know what's uh, you know what's right next to Cleveland? It's real big too. I, I don't. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Don't. Lake Erie. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's. I didn't know that either. I learned something. Anyway. By the way, a little bit of fact for Cleveland. Lake Erie, I mean, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is right on the shore of Lake Erie. Oh, well, I've been there. Interesting. Anyway, so I guess we're just going to follow them. Uh, and since we know where we're going. Go, uh, know where we're going, so we'll modify. I like 20 for some reason. Why don't you just do your stealth row just to make, or your draft row just to make sure that you're good? Okay, and it's uh, – did you say it was at a minus 20? I mean, I'm giving you a modifier of 20, yeah. So, like, oh, okay. it, if you're 50 so – 20 from – Oh, okay. your row or oh. Add, whatever. Oh, you're right. Add it to the ceiling. I forgot. <laughs> it's the math, Aaron. We went uh, over this. I rolled an odd nine, so oh, you, I am the knight. Yeah, you're good. The hardest thing for you during this entire time is for you to remember that in the older cars, you actually had a dimmer switch in the floorboard. Hmm. True story. I don't know if 81 did, but to say, like the Dodge Charger from the 70s, yeah, you had to – like you had a little foot switch, you kicked the dim your lights. So. No, the 80, 80s didn't. I'm actually basing it off the car, my first car. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. There you go, undermining me, Jeremy. Hey, hey no, that's you gotta good. love your big steel sleds, man. <laughs> <laughs> that thing will drive to a wall and laugh at it. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So we'll, let's go ahead and cut scene now. So you guys are doing great on that. So uh, team B, B and E, what are we doing? How are we doing? Uh, a little B and E. Is the lights still? Did the lights go off? Or are they still on in the upstairs? They cut them off. How many so, people came out? Two. two. Okay. Two. Two in a series of bags. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's try and... for breaking and entering. I suppose. Yeah. Two more, depending on your like philosophical views. <laughs> depending on what counts as a person. <sighs> All right. Um. So I guess we should. Do you want to do the front door or the back door? Uh, back door. Whichever okay. one's the darkest, basically, so we don't have street lights. Alright. I'll go ahead and roll craft locksmithing. Okay. Uh, 57 out of 60, so that's a pass. Yeah, so, okay. You managed to get the back door open. It looks like, of course, lights are off. Um, any kind of precautions or anything at, like that you're taking, set to see here for me. Um, so I'll get the, the door open and then, uh, I'll just, you know, very cautiously move in, staying low. Um, you know, keep my head on a swivel, trying to check for any sort of like, uh, check the corners, um, making sure I'm not about to like run into anything, 
I assume we could have like a small flashlight or just like our cell yeah. phone flashlights or whatever. So I'm sure. Is there any emergency lights on, like the like the one that shows where the exit is and stuff like that? It has a little bit of dim light. What you're get, what you're actually stepping into looks like more of a residential area. You see when you walk in, uh, you do see. Looks like, uh, well, the back end of it looks what you assume is stairs. You can actually see through the slats. So there's a set of stairs like to your right, and looks like another room there as well. Since it's you know there's some area of the house you haven't explored there, and to your left is an open kitchen. So no like place of business type of lights there. It's just is Noah's character, which is excuse me, I keep forgetting his name, Massey. Yeah. Nathan yep. Massey, he has, I would assume you'd also have like a pin light or something like that since you had tools. Mm-hmm. So pan around, you see a kitchen, um, double basin sink, looks like, tell them from the burner top, looks like gas range, mm-hmm. small kitchen table, counter space, nothing nothing really sticking out at this point. Uh, okay. Any type of uh, like uh, like weird smells or anything like that, but since it's the residential side of the porn shop, you know that old smell you get. Like I'm trying to describe it best I can. Musty, musty. Yeah, that that relative's house that you go into that you don't really like going into their house and stuff like that. It's got the same shit. It's been in there for 20 years. Type smell. Yeah, it's got sort of a stagnant air kind of feel. It's one of those nasty smells. It's like nothing sells rotted or you know repugnant like that, but it's yeah, it's not pleasant. You walk around, you know, kind of panning through on the kitchen. You also see a, a door and then a stairway is going up, which I should have. Op- I had the capabilities of drawing this stuff out, but I'm sorry, I didn't prep on that one. But um, so to your left, I- kitchen right, closed door and stairs going up. Does it actually look lived in? Like, is there food in the sink or like any t- like dust on the shelves? Or you see dirty dishes in the sink. You see dirty dishes left on the table. Yeah, it, look, it looks like it's occupied. Tables made of human bones. Cloth <laughs> uh, made of flesh. Let's, let's take a peek <laughs> through the door real quick, just to see if that's like to the the front of the. The lampshade has a tattoo. <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's, let's peek through the door real quick. <laughs> The TV screams at you. All right. <laughs> you don't... Let's see. Hold on a second. See. All right. So you walk in. Kitchen area, nothing. You open the door. Leading in, it looks like, is a um, living room type area. You got a couch, seat, small CRT TV even. Like mm-hmm. Record player. Very Spartan. You, you notice... Um, there's a few records on a shelf as you kind of case a place like Sinatra, Julio Iglesias, Garfunkel, um, but nothing. Okay. Um, let's go upstairs. Okay. All right. So going up the steps. Um, so going up the steps, lights off and everything. Mm-hmm. As you go up the steps, you see a room that's closed to your left and right. You you know kind of pan around. You see you got four rooms like in the four corners of a square type setup, if you want to think about each one of those kind of portioned off in a hallway in the center. Right. Which one had the light on earlier? Yeah, they would have been the ones in the front. That would have been overlooking the street. Yeah. That's uh, the one I'm looking into. Okay. All right. So as you're facing walking down, I want like, give me right or left. Which uh, right. 
And I'll go left. Okay. Left. All right. So we'll start with you. All right. So you see a bedroom. Open it up. Shine your light around. You see a very ugly four-poster bed. It smells like sweat in here. Stale, nasty sweat. Uh, clothes litter the floor. You see... You see what it looks like where someone has sat at, laid in this bed and opened up a bag of Hershey Kisses and ate it, and then oh. opened another bag of Hershey Kisses and ate that entire bag. You see, I mean, there's also the smell of cigarette smoke. You see cigarette butts in the ashtray. And if you can give me, we see we don't have spot hidden, but if you want to do a search, yeah. Uh, 89 now. Alrighty, and uh, tell you what, let's go ahead and cut scene real quick. Let's go back to our intrepid car people. So Lake Erie is a pretty big place, but as you, well, obviously, you know, but this car, as you follow it, it goes out of the city a little bit, but still like falling in that general area toward the lake. You feel pretty confident that this is where they're going. Eventually, they do make it to... Like the outskirts of it, there's a small dock, no lights on, nothing on the dock. They pull the car up to the parking lot, get out, open the trunk, grab the bags, and you see them making their way to the edge of the pier, I guess you could say. Okay, we can just get all that on film. All right. Yeah. On video, as it were. Yeah, I'll accept your same role. No point in that. Is there anything else you guys are going to do? Um... Do you I think like it's a heroic, best. like, stop their villain moment? Um, I mean, honestly, it could work, but we don't know what it is we're dealing with 100%. So I kind of feel like discretion is the better part of Valor here. Like, I kind of think we just watch and see what happens before we decide, you know, we have to stop this. Does that make sense? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's see how this plays out. Okay. So you see they make it up there fairly quick, fairly efficient. Almost seems like they've done this before. Walk up, walk to the edge, drop the bags in, make their way back to the car. You notice that Colin is walking in the front, and it's almost like the larger woman. Do you, any of you guys got like any kind of psychology skills you meant? Uh, I have human. Human 40. Let me see what I've got of that. 50. I'll so, take a row if you want to give me that. Anyway, I mean, I'll, I'll let both row it if you have it, even if they... Is it Cleveland that had the, tor- the torso murders? Yes, that is Cleveland. Also, I rolled a four, uh, 10. Uh, 10. Roll 90, no. <laughs> Aaron, you're, uh, Cooper worked in a pawn shop, right? Yes. You've seen this, and you've seen this a hundred times. People yeah. come in, pawn and shit. Man and woman, couple... And you've always noticed, definitely when they're hawking stuff, and you see the sores on the face, you know, like the junkie looker, and you see rings being pawned, you see television, you see nice things being pawned. And the entire time that the man is doing this kind of deal, you know, you've always noticed that the woman is standing back, but she's not only is she standing back. She's standing back with like her head down or not looking or just trying to eat, despite the fact that she's in the middle of the fucking room. She is trying to make herself as small and as little of a target, as little of a like 
she's there, but she's not there. And that's what you're kind of getting here. You don't know exactly what, but there is a, despite the fact that she dwarfs this man, despite the fact that you heard earlier a female voice, a really, you know, a husky female voice being gruff with him, you've heard the goddamn it, or somebody heard the goddamn it. No, you heard the goddamn it. All that. It's almost like you see you're you're seeing what you would picture as a row reversal, and that doesn't make sense. Like mm. if you were painting a picture, she would be the aggressor, but instead she's the one who's cowed at this moment. So that's what you get. All right. Gotcha. So and then they make their way back to the car and they start driving back. Okay. And now we'll message to uh, DG guy saying, uh, "Is does this count as reasonable course?" Yeah, is is this probable enough cause? <laughs> okay. And then I, I'm just going to remark to Gail, something's not right. I don't know what's going on, but... No shit. <laughs> what gave away the fact that something was not right? Was it the mutilated prostitute or the body dump? But like, shit hasn't no, been I mean, a while. No, I mean, I don't know that there... I've seen shit like this before, I don't know that they're the ones that are mutilating people. As You get a, you get a message back. Need more. Okay. Uh, well. Must confirm. And it's a need more. Must confirm. Gotcha. Uh, can I text Nathan real quick and just just a quick be very, very careful in there? Yeah, you just tell, you tell me what, tell Nathan what you're texting him. Uh, Nathan, I am just going to text you something off more off than thought. Be very careful. Okay. All right. So we've already went through the one room and moving back, uh, changing scenes. Um, so looks like Davin. Yes. You said you were, go- you were going for the room. Yeah. Right. Went to the right. Okay. Uh, let's see here. It's dark. <laughs> let's see. When you open a door, it's just as you have an old car. You've had this problem before. You ever had those moments? I'm talking about in and out characters at the same time. When a car, when a cat, something like that, crawls up in the, under your motor, oh yeah, warm or get away from something, and you made that mistake and didn't know it, and you start the car up. Sometimes you know what you did, and sometimes you don't know what you did until afterwards when the smell starts coming. And the and the fur, yeah. It's the first thing it hits you. It reminds you of that, that smell, that rotted decay. It just like it, you open a door and it just hits you in a wave enough to just make you gag. Hmm. Um, do you did you say you had a light or you got a cell phone? Uh, I'm sure I have a cell phone light at the very least. OK, so you, uh, Nathan, you also hear. Or Nate, you hear cough, cough, gag. You know, you hear him, and I guess stepping in. I think I, I think I was. I think I won, Nate. You, you might want to come see this. Manic- uh, all right. You see manacles, wicked looking hooks that dangle for, in thick chains um, just from the ceiling. Looks like seems like looks like they've even stripped out the sheetrock and they're just connected directly to the studs there. Their blood. You, you see their blood cover. The chains seem to um, like. There's not a lot of play to them, so to speak. So like, they aren't dragging on the floor or anything like that. They're about. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're pretty. They're off the ground. Uh, you see a burnt uh, stain as you shine your light across. It looks like a 
almost like a pentacle burnt in this wooden floor. Um, you see black candles that are circling the pentacle. And uh, you see, let's see, you see cryptic symbols. Um, uh, you, you make the cult a little bit later. You see bloodstained floorboards in there. Uh, it's some dry, some not dry. Taking pictures. See, uh, in a second, you see you see empty wine bottles, scraps of food. You see you see chains. You see whips. You see pinchers. You see long needles. You see a large axe in the corner, covered in blood. Um, and I want you to get me a Sanro. Uh, 23 out of 55. 23 out of uh, 55. Uh, okay. Uh, I rolled on 94 out of 44. Hmm. Where's that page in the book, Noah, where it goes over examples of sand loss? Like, I remember, and I like, there's in there a table in the Delta Green book? Yeah. I, th- I thought I had that bookmarked. Uh, sorry, listeners at home, as you hear me frantically flip through the page, I know who was coming. Is, uh, is he seeing something awful himself, itself Vi- or evidence of it? You see evidence of violence. There's, okay, that would be like a D3 on a failure. D3 on a failure. Like, you, you don't get higher than a, like a D6 unless it's like overt manifestations of the supernatural. Okay. Um I think one of the highest. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at my yeah, PDF now. Um, You've got me on that. Uh, yeah, like find a corpse or a mangled carcass is a zero one. Yeah, sad loss. Okay. Um, yeah, so something like this, I think at most would be a one d four. Like at most. Okay, I'll say like. Even though it's not with body, but you're seeing the instruments of it. You see, you know, just the entire scene uh-huh. of the chains and the blood. Like, yeah, you can give me a, you know, <laughs> D3 then. That sounds like a good in-between. All right. What about the pass? Pass, I, you see it, but you don't see it. If that makes sense. Yeah. You, I go ahead, give me your, right. what'd you lose? Uh, I lost two. You see it, but at the same time, it's clinical. It's like it's not really registering in what you. You're more drawn past the altar to what looks like a podium that you see, and you, you see two different books on it. You, you're looking at the pentacle. You're looking at the symbols. You're you're wondering where you've seen all this, but at the same time, like it's not really registering with you what you're seeing. Sin. So no da- no damage. You're more more um, fascinated. Yeah, fascinated. But, uh, 52 out of 70 on a cult. On a cult. It, obviously, you got something ceremonial. You see the wine. You see the circle. You see the candles. You see instruments here. It, it strikes you as a sacrifice. To what in particular, you don't know the symbols that you're seeing. Like, I think, why don't I give everybody an unnatural? What did we do for guys? Uh, I think a ten, like ten percent. Uh, it was like five. That's right, five. Yeah, my bad. I'd be I'd be willing to give you ten since you. I think from your character description, you're a bit more fucking crazy if you're smoking. You know, smoking mythos tombs. Yeah. So I mean, you could you can give me um, those dank essential souls. Uh, <laughs> nope. Uh, Ninety three out of ten. Out of ten. So no. It looks, it looks Arabic, 
but then it doesn't. It looks Arabic, but then it's also got accents that look uh, Eastern at the same time. You, you're not recognizing the symbols. So, does chains, the blood look? Does the blood look fresh? Oh yeah, on the axe it does. On the hook it does. It's it's pulled up in the center of the uh, pentacle. You say there was two books. Two books. I'm taking those. Oh God, he's gonna <laughs> smoke them. <laughs> all right. Do you want to look at them, or just gonna take them? I'm just gonna take. I'll I'll read them later whenever we're not have the danger of people coming back. Okay. So, what are you guys gonna do? Uh, we need to take a bunch of pictures and send them to um, Cooper so he can pass them along to our handler. Okay. Do we need to? Do you want to take any more? Take any? See if there's any you know evidence we can take. <coughs> um, well, I mean, you're taking the books, right? Yeah, yeah take, take too much, and they'll realize someone's rumbled them, and then they'll dispose of all the evidence. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Why don't you give me a search in this room? Okay, both of you. Uh, or I, would take, out of 20 now. I would also take forensics if that's higher. Uh, no, I don't get anything else. Yeah, I didn't um, get either. It is what it is. So, all right, so. That, Role play it out and tell me what you do next. Uh, um, we should uh, take a bunch of pictures and then make haste. Yeah. Okay. So uh, there's an axe. There's a chains. There's the books on, missing you, from. Did you said there were two books? Yeah, two books. Yeah. One of them looks that weird Arabic. No, one of them. <laughs> one of them looks like a a photo album. You can even tell from the he. Well, I, he'd notice this picking it up. One of them old t- old text, not. In fact, I'm misspeaking. <laughs> it's it's very acronistic. You see not an actual book necessarily. You see a photocopied, it looks like Xerox pages. Like So whatever it is, kind of glancing at the cover, it, it's, you know, recent. It's, copy, it's a copy. It's a oh, poor Kinko's oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hole-punched and dirty and smudged and... You know, you'd have to read it to know more. But the other one looks like it's a small, like photo book. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely taking those. Okay. All right. So um, I'm going to text back. I want to text to the the people in the car, like ETA. Like, how far are they? Away? How long do we got? Uh, we tell them, and also mentioned like they're on their way back to. Yeah. So get out if you can. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and take what we've got and. Um... Actually, is there like any knives or anything like that? You see the axe. That's that's the only like sharp thing that has blood on it. Yeah, yeah. The only sharp thing that's not exactly you know chained or you know affixed to a certain subject. I do want to remind you, just you know, uh, you also had there were two rooms that you have not explored, and I uh, think we're good. Um, shit, I'm gonna. Grab the axe for evidence because it probably has like a whole bunch of different people's blood samples on it. So, okay, well, it probably depends on how long we have before they get back to the house. Is how many rooms we're going to get? We're going to hit. Why don't you? Why don't you settle this, Aaron? We'll let you be the deciding factor. Uh, okay. So, do you want I, me to make make like a drive roll or tell you, tell you open open I, the door and see if Al, if Adam says roll sanity. <laughs> I hit it with the axe. Ignore the room. Uh, I want. I just want a luck row. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, give me just a second. Call, call it first. Uh, high, low, odd, or even. However you're doing it. Uh, we'll say odd. Thirty-eight. So no luck, guys. Well, all right. That's that. Now, so we got the axe. Mm-hmm. All right. 
So, Aaron, the funny thing is, your yeah. heart's racing. You're focused on the road. You just witnessed a body drop. Yeah. What you didn't notice is that your cell phone lit up. Oh, no. <laughs> so, give me alertness checks, guys. Uh, me, and, me and Gail, or? Uh, it's every, 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 every uh, 18 out of 50. Uh, oh, okay. 60 on the dot. So you guys in the place made it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, those in the car, your alertness was like, <laughs> you finally check your phone as you're going down the street. Those in the building, you just heard two car doors shut. Oh, we should uh, we should probably make make haste. <laughs> so recapping, recapping, uh, like you're, I'm assuming you're still in the room with the horrible murder apparatus. Yeah, I mean we've been trying to leave for a while now. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we didn't stop and check any doors or anything. We were on. Yeah, the- no, we grabbed we took pictures and then grabbed the axe and the books and trying to leave. Yeah, okay. run out and snatch some porn. So it looks just like a BMO. Yeah. That way they don't think you're stealing their sweet, sweet, crazy books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the parking lot's not very far from the front door. So how do you want to uh, go about this? You know they're coming. Like, there, is, there are, in this room, you see, I mean, there's a window, blinds closed, stuff like that. Hallway, you know. Master bedroom where you're at, you saw a window. Two other rooms. There's a whole downstairs area. Like, um, does the downstairs have outward facing windows? Like the way we came in. Uh, the uh, the downstairs windows were blacked out on the actual storefront side. So there's a the store itself and the living area are partitioned off. There was a door which I never even mentioned. I'm sorry, but there's a door leading actually into the shop area. Right. Um, they went out. Did they go out the front door? Yeah, they went out the front door. When they so we could probably just quickly go out the back door if the windows are blacked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll just run downstairs through the kitchen and out the back door. Run down through the kitchen out the back door. Okay. Yeah. So are we going? Are we going fast and hard, or are we going sneaky? Uh, I'm more sneaky. Um. Yeah. Let's go ahead and sneak our way out. That is a 55 critical success. Uh, that is an 80. That does not pass. Because I can't fucking roll for shit in this game. Right so. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there. So, Davin, you are the knight. Make it down. You're walking close to the edge of the, of the banister on the stairs. Make your way around. And almost making it to the door, which, no, you didn't have a critical failure, though, did you? No. It was just a regular failure. You uh, you thought you heard a noise or something, like you're nervous, you know, I gotta get out, gotta get out, gotta get out. You're going to the steps a little quicker than you thought you were. You have your flashlight in your hand, and when you hear the ding, ding, ding of the door, like the little bell attached to it, you just couldn't stop yourself. You just instinctively turned around a bit, and you're shining it on the door, but you're also like shining it under the door, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Leaning out into the store shop. Yeah. And you hear, uh, what the hell? And then you start hearing hurried footsteps, guys. Uh, I'm going to slip out the back. Okay. I'll say that, man, you were like, the only person that's got a row on this would be just Noah, where he hesitated and stuff like that. So you hear heavy footsteps, like three quarters of the way down the steps, like, 
How you how, give give me your big James Bondish kind of like I'm, I'm just gonna book. fucking book it at that okay. point. I get a twenty seven on athletics. Okay. So even I have one hand on the edge of the banister, even you know, a couple feet down, you even kind of leap over it, thud, take off, and you guys are out and out out in the alleyway. And uh, we're not gonna stop. We're gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just role play this out for me. I'm saying yeah. they're going on through. Um, we run like down the alley and like cut over a couple of streets uh, until we get to like a 7 Eleven or something like that where we can tell uh, Gail and Cooper to pick us up. I'll say if he's uh, if he's being chased out the back like that, I'm going to slip around to the front and walk out to the front. I walk out to the uh, to the uh, to the sidewalk put my head up and just kind of walk off since I was trying to do it stealthy. Since they're heading out the back, the the, the windows are blacked out. I'll just meet him at like the Seven Eleven down the street. So you're saying you already made it out the back door though, right? You've, yeah. You, okay. Yeah. I was, for a moment, I thought you were, you were hiding and letting them run by you. No, I was going to slip out the back door and come around like I was going to the front. Cause if the windows are blacked out, they're not going to be able to see me walking to the front. Okay. All right. Sounds good. You've already had a head start. Uh, role play this out, guys. So, Noah, like, how, how do you meet up with everybody? Uh, Gail, I call them and tell them, "Hey, I'll meet you here. Come pick me up. I will like, pick him up. I have a sixteen con. That's eighty percent. Like, I can go for hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pick the right scenario. I, I literally put on like those finishing features. Stamina helps on the run. So, like. <laughs> So you just force Gump. I, I clear a, a good couple of like blocks before like I tell him to come meet me at like the corner of this street and this street. He's fucking Usain Bolt. Yeah, that's he was a sprinter. I just have that that, that fucking force Gump thing where he's just running and they're and the bombs are be, they're being shelled and he just just keeps on going. But okay, yep. <laughs> okay. So there you are. You're at the Seven Eleven, guys. Like, but <laughs> Noah. Uh huh. What yeah. did you What did you have with you? I had a big bloody axe that, like, <laughs> oh god, was it like a fire axe or was it like a battle axe? <laughs> it, it was a fire axe. So, Noah running down the street. Yeah, running down the street at like two o'clock in the morning. The bloody battle axe. Bloody uh, axe. And I'll just stand in like a not obvious spot near a Seven Eleven, wait for them to come. Like park, and I'll just get in the car, and we'll be like, "All right, let's go." I want you, you know, <laughs> you know what? Jim didn't share that article on the group meet today, and it, Cleveland is on the murder capitals of the U.S. Like, like eleven, so I'm not gonna be like walking into the Seven Eleven or whatever with the axe. Like, just walks in, evening, sir. Yeah, I tell them to meet me at a place nearby, and then like I wait in an alley behind a dumpster for them to show up. All right, all right. <laughs> can I have some? Can I have some? I'm a, I'm some a bad mind. criminal, not a stupid one. <laughs> Is that an X? <laughs> what the fuck did you do? We've we got some potential blood samples. I don't know. I just grabbed it. They had a bunch of shit in there. <laughs> and now your fingerprints are all over it. Uh, that's I would not be a very good criminal if I did not wear at least some sort of glove. And not only that, there's probably lots of 
You're fingerprints right. and bodily fluids all over that building. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, Noah. I just part of me wanted just so bad to go row luck, but like, no, I'm fine with it. <laughs> all right. So behind the 7 Eleven by the dumpster, you're reconvening. <laughs> Is that about right? <laughs> no, like they pull up and I just get into the car and I tell okay, them to go. Drive like, to somewhere else, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, where are you going to pick me up? <laughs> okay. So this oh, is what yeah. Oh, yeah. they do. Yeah, they, they pick up um, Gavin along the way, I assume. <laughs> All right, we'll put, we'll put, we'll play it out. I walk in drinking Jesus. a smoothie. What the hell is going on, guys? We've got some photos. We've got some evidence. Like, let's get in touch with this guy, this cop, and get these people taken care of, all right? Yeah, I, I we got footage of uh, Jack and Jill, yeah. Uh, whatever the names are, um, taking the John, go ahead. Sorry, sure. they taking have bodies a- out in rags, dumping them in Lake Erie. So, like, if the news tomorrow involves dead body washes up on the shores of Lake Erie, yeah, like, hey, we can pretty much fucking nail those people. Like, yeah. um, they've they've got like a torture room in there, and they have like these books that Davin got. Um, so, yeah, I think we've got more than enough to make a case against these people. So did you all look at the books or anything? Or one of Not them? yet. We just recently got, you know, was running from things. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a foreign language. I, I left it, like, I thought it would either be Latin or Greek, but I haven't specified. We say it's a, it is something relevant for the books. It's whatever is convenient to those books. You just, you guys, just tell me what you're doing with the axe and the uh, and the books. That's all I need to know. Well, right? well, but- when we stop by the, like, you guys seven seven, I'll go in and get some trash bags because yeah. that just looks like a normal thing to buy from a convenience store. And then I will go back yeah. and like peel one off the reel and like put it in this. Oh, and yeah, we'll, buy, we'll put- uh, wet wipes as well, so you can wipe your fingerprints off the handle if need be. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll stick it in the trunk and uh, let's call let's call um our guy, our dude. Okay. So let's take pictures of the front of the book too. So if he's like evidence, we're like here, it's a tome. Yeah. 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 Give me that. I'll have, I'll have a look at it. See if it's anything relevant. Okay. So what, Adam? What is my foreign language? Well, you see, it's actually in English. You see what the book the book is uh, you see it's called The Revelations of Galaki, volume twelve. That's on the cover. Mm-hmm. Well, and, that's uh, a problem. I don't want to be spoiled by one through eleven though. <laughs> <laughs> Just skip right to the end. Alright. Something called yeah, okay, so flipping through something called Glacky Revelations, like um you just skim through just like flip. Flipping through pages, not like intimate pouring because I know that takes a long time and we don't have that time. So do you want to read any of it? Yeah, like like I say, skim reading. All right. Beyond, so I'll read. I'll read the other one. Or oh. skim to the other one. Yours? So this one's in English, and I have a foreign language. Yeah, and one's in a foreign language. If you give me the one with a foreign language, and you get the English one, the other one's a photo book. Oh, that's the photo book. Sorry, right? Okay, um, go ahead then. No. All right, so we'll do the photo book first. You see, they're done with a Polaroid. And it's just, you know, it's actually just single. The width of the little book is just like basically the width, like the, the size of a, like a Polaroid. So it's not like you got like four photos on a page or anything like that. But 
you start it starts out with some kind of tame well i guess you could, a little tame snm i guess you could say you see a large woman and a which you recognize as one walking out the building in leather you see the man also in leather, leather ball gag you see like him stretched out with with chains like manacles you see like whips you see like a picture of her like putting her foot in his face. You see a lot of these S and M photos. But it's really the last five photographs that you start to see it's like really fucked up. Uh not well as you get closer to the back. Uh you see um they're becoming more and more explicit in nature, not just the whipping and stuff. You see a third person brought into it. You can kind of you kind of get the picture that like the idea that through these couple of snapshots that some time has passed between each picture, you see someone that they would rec- they would identify as Kathy, uh, and just chained up just like the rest of them. Um, you see a picture of let's see, you see a picture of her and her father, but nothing uh, you know too fucked up stuff like that. I'm trying to dance around this stuff here, but you uh, you notice. Above above her father, above his groin, there's a tattoo of a heart that is broken in two. And then on the last photograph, you see Kathy like on the ground, and you see these gigantic, massive legs, like just completely out of proportion. You know, she she bloody mess and stuff like that. This is like it's. You know, uh, are you, you're familiar with like angle shots in horror movies, right? So like upper angle, down, like downward angle and stuff like that. So this is a downward angle. So you're catching like her body on the ground and then on the edge of the frame, you're catching these gigantic legs that are, I mean, they're bigger than the woman. So they're just like twice that in size, just gigantic. And you, it go the image goes up past the crotch and you also see that, sh- that same heart tattoo above the crotch and then it's out of frame is it like muscular legs or fat or like just big fat the last photo shows uh it's blurry kathy and something else something bloated if i'm reading puffed flesh shining with an unwholesome corpse glow uh roughly human proportions but to the extreme to the point of almost being in like definitely inhuman in a way but you see the same tattoo of the broken heart just above the groin. Hmm. But so, that different body types. You described the father before as like kind of small and, and yeah. scrawny and shitty. And this Strong guy is like a man. Yeah. So anyone viewing the photos just for the, the graphic nature of them, I need a D3. Huh? So, I mean, you, it's, it's snuff photos, essentially. So it starts out, they include her, and then... There she is dead, and then, you know, you had the same tattoo down to the angle, looks like. But on, is it two different people, or is it the same person? I don't know. I'm assuming it was a male groin. Yeah. Okay. Definitely male. I am driving, so I haven't seen any of these pictures. I'm taking a nap because they ran three city blocks. All right, so (laughs) that's... That's one. Took one. That's fucked up. It's fucked up. So you said you were looking at the other book? or they're skimming it. You catch a, p- a portion of it. You're kind of getting a basic gist of it. One passage is in the beginning really is sticking out to you. Beyond the gulf in the subterranean night, a passage leads to the wall of massive bricks. And beyond the wall rises Yoglanak, 
the Glognac, I think. Y G O L O N A C. I've always said it is Yagolanac. Yagolanac, yeah. To be served by the tethered and eyeless features of the dark. Long has he swept beyond the wall, and those which crawl over the wall scuttle over his body, never knowing that it is Yogonak. But when his name is spoken or read, he comes forth to be worshipped or to or to feed, and to take out to, I mean take on the shape and so of those he feeds upon, for those who read of evil and search for its form within their minds call forth evil. And so Yogonek returned to walk among men and await that time when the earth is cleared and Cthulhu rises from his tomb and among the weeds. Yeah, that's what you got. Hmm. Feels weird. So these people were real crazy? Give me give me a sanity. Oh yeah, no, I'm reading a mythos. I'm reading a mythos too, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, give me give me some sanity. <laughs> If I'm correcting on the pronunciation of yeah, okay. name, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of the fact. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 35 out of, I think, about 60, 58 at this point. But I'm, like, I'm imagining some of the ones where I lose it anyway. Give me, I just, so so you you passed it, right? Yes. Man, I don't know, you just don't, like, it's just, just really fucking getting to you and stuff like that. It's like, all of a sudden you felt like you had, like, a chill up your back. So to speak, you know, like when you, you notice someone's been watching you and someone's been watching you for a very long time and you just finally notice, like, what did they see? What's like, it's, I don't know. It's just fucking with your head, man. It's like, it's nothing. It's nothing. So yeah, that's that. Um, so contacting the Delta green handler. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, who's calling? Uh, I'm, let's see, Aaron's driving and I'm the one with the most persuade. So I can think of the face of the group. Okay. So. Yeah, take the phone. Yeah, Uh, yeah, that works. What's up? Hey, it's Trinity. So, um, yeah, we. um, I see what you did there. Yeah, we found some shit. We found some pretty bad shit. All right. What do you got for me? Uh, Let's see. I have uh, an axe with. A lot of blood on it. Uh, I haven't taken it to uh, labs or anything. Uh, I've got some books. Uh, ones like the worst coffee table book I've ever seen involves, um, I'm pretty sure, photographic evidence of the act. Uh, the other one is some crazy cult ramblings. Glacky, revelations of Glacky. And... I've got pictures of uh, Hammond and his wife, Mama, I don't know, and taking bodies out to the lake and dumping them. Uh, so maybe watch oh, the headlines for bodies washing up on the shore in the next couple of days. What was what What was the book you found? Um, Revelations of Glakey. Glakey. It's got two A's. Oh, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Um, okay. Okay. All right. Um, you, all right. Did you read it? What's it, uh, what's it about? Yeah. Um, I skimmed. It's like, it's rambling, dude. It's got like, there's, uh, bricks and, uh, some gross. Oh, uh, okay. 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 Monster. Okay. okay. That's, that's, that's fine. That's fine. Here's what I want you to do. Here's what I want you to do. Um, just, uh, you, you, like, you know where it was, like where the body was dropped and stuff like that. Yeah, it was on a pier on the lake. All right, go, go, go there. Do the best thing you can. Plan it. 
uh, you know, put it kind of near the water like they were trying to put it, like, you know, pitch it off or something like that. Just don't, don't, wash, don't wash away the evidence or anything. Um, and um, you need to uh, uh, photo, photo book. Um, yeah, same thing. Same thing. Just smirk. I like, put it in the water on the edge. Uh, put it in the axe. Like, don't let it float off, but just make it look like you know they were trying to get rid of all their evidence. That's what we need to do. And I want you to take that other goddamn thing, and I want you to burn it, and we'll be in touch. Which one am I burning? The photo the, book or the the Galaki? Just burn the Galaki. Uh, okay, sure, cool. Slips it into her purse. <laughs> God. <laughs> My, my character content is literally the person who sells shit that they shouldn't on the open okay. market. <laughs> my guy's the guy that's... <laughs> you become the operation. All right. All right, so here's basically what happens. Let's we'll, 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 we'll go epilogue on this. Yeah. Um, got, I'll, well, I'll, we can put everything in the trash bag with the axe, like put some lake rocks in there and like duct tape it and then just like leave it on the shore side so that it's like half in water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like thinking reality or forensics or something, and kind of just plan it around. Probably, I would say with your high forensic scores and criminality in general, guys, that there's no need. Like time is not an issue at this point in time. You manage to make it out there. I mean, you're still feeling kind of you know, uh, I, I just can't shake it. It's been a weird night, but you guys manage to do everything you say. You're able to plant the evidence in a means that. A does not destroy the evidence, but also makes it like you know logical to you know be found and stuff like that. So it's not sitting <laughs> at the bottom of Lake Erie or anything like that. Um, and then you go your your separate ways. Um, Can I Davin, roll something that I shouldn't be doing? Yeah, go right ahead. Okay, so uh, we can call this criminology or forensics. I basically I want to spoof having burned. Uh, the revelations of Blackie, because him going like that's a bad thing means I'm hearing that's a really valuable thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, so criminology or forensics or computer science to fake it or something? Well, I mean, while they're doing the rest of the stuff, if you wanted to, like, they're not going to be looking for Ash. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, so I'm sort of thinking like, go to used bookstore or library or something, get a book that looks, you know, old. Burn that. Get some cell phone footage of it burning. Send it to Delta Green Guy saying it's done. Okay. Then it's, then, to, it's just Kinko's paper, isn't it? I mean, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's photocopies. I didn't describe don't... the book. Yeah, like, that's okay, true. okay. Well, I'll describe a big book, like something that looks like a dictionary encyclopedia. Um, okay. Pull off the dust jacket so that it just looks like a hardcover book. Burn okay. that, and then yeah, a couple of weeks go by, and a deep web listing. Appears on a <laughs> on an auction site. In the meantime, <laughs> uh, you do read. Um, you catch about it. Well, epilogue. Wild, crazy night. Uh, all the evidence planted. Like you're really the only one that heard the thing about the book to begin with. You were the only person on yeah. the phone and stuff like that. But you go your like. You want to give me a parting scene before you guys part? Uh, just wrap it up for me, and then I'll give an epilogue. <laughs> Uh, We're back well, at the same Starbucks um. <laughs> across from the police. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's uh, it's been real. 
It's been it's been real. It's been fun, but it ain't been real fun. <laughs> Can we say yeah. that, like as this is happening? There's like you know how like in, in bars they'll have the, a TV mounted on the wall, like just showing sports or whatever. And like in the background, it's showing like someone pulling bodies out of the lake or something like that. Like yeah. the, the headline of the crime that we have sort of rumbled. Yeah, you you see in the background on the TV. Uh, Local family implicated in in murders of prostitutes. Um, yeah, you, you see the picture of um, the the husband. You see his name, of course, Colin Hammond. You also see uh, mention of uh, what is later identified as his wife, Edith Edith Hammond, uh, are implicated. You see images of um, a boat on the edge of the dock there. Uh, you see divers, you see them dragging, you see, you know, you even see like the bag and the, the axe outline and stuff like that. It's all in the background. Um, so she's you know, on her phone. Yeah, well, I don't usually do things like this uh, without, you know, but a profit, but it's, uh, I guess it's good to get out from under the guy's thumb, you know? Mm-hmm. Fuck the man and all that. I think we can all agree. Yeah, yeah, but uh, well, actually, no. Sort of, like, is it, was it knows who uh, knows the breaking artist, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sort of write down a very long, complicated string of, of numbers and on a on a napkin and slip it over to him. It's like, okay, go online, da- download a tour browser, can we'll get and I'll be in touch. Uh, All right. You and I can have a productive relationship. I'm sure we can. I'm going to look at Patrick's character real quick and just, you know, if you ever want to sell shit in person, I'm not going to tell on you. As long as, <laughs> as long as you pay the middleman, I'm, or if you need a delivery guy. <laughs> hey, if you guys need a delivery guy, I'm a driver. <laughs> we are becoming the next operation. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Does anyone follow this after after you guys part? Like, do you look into it even more? Oh, of course I do. I'm sore that I didn't get to smoke that book. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good question. Like, how did you how did you handle that, Edith? Uh, Edith, uh, Gail. Oh yeah, it's been, like, I said, like, secure location. But burned a fake book to make the Delta Green guy. I don't know he's Delta Green, but I know he wants me to burn the book. Um, think that like, okay, I followed your orders, and then like. It's going to come up again somewhere later because rare and banned books are extremely valuable. Yeah. And can be sold for much money and <laughs> also are slowly eating parts of my brain, but I don't know that. <laughs> so, you guys, as you keep tabs on this, you definitely pay attention to it in the news. You find out that another, yeah, the other, uh, they said bodies, the other lady of the night that was um, dredged out of the, uh, out of Lake Erie was actually. Honeysuckle, you reckon that that one doesn't really ring a bell with with everyone else, but that that is who you find out was pulled out. And before the trial, like Edith and Colin are able to go to trial, you find out that Colin and Edith have both gone irreparably insane and are found completely unfit to go to trial and are going to be sent off to. An insane asylum. Hmm. There's been you tried the Tor browser, um, Cooper. Try to get a hold of Gail. Eventually, 
never get a response. Yep. You notice her website's gone? Or the address that she gave you? Number that you had that you tried to communicate before? It was a burner, maybe. Whatever it is, it's not working. It's not in service. And that's uh, <laughs> that's the end of the scenario, you cautious bastards. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to give a disclaimer here real quick on this. So y'all care if I, I spoil it? No. Uh, I don't think Kansas spoils it at the end. Yeah, the, go ahead. All right. So basically, you, you had the two routes. You could go the cop route. You, you could go the confrontation route. Fuck you for not going the confrontation route because when you see him transform, uh, Colin transform in uh, Yagalanak or whatever his name is, you get to roll a D20. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, yeah, seeing, a guy, seeing a god manifest is usually the fun one. So basically, Colin, like, they were a deprived sick family. And they, uh, Colin was constantly searching for more sexual thrills and it kept ramping up. Some of the people he dealt he dealt with, because, I mean, he's fucked up. So some of the stuff he was selling was not exactly legit. Stuff like that provided him with the Galaki, the section of the Galaki book. And he basically become, he became possessed by Yagunok. I keep fucking that name up. And he tracked his daughter down, who was a runaway, and kidnapped her and took her back to the place and did horrible things to her and dismembered her. His wife, is Edith, is... Very dominant, but since he's been possessed by Yagalnok, she has become very submissive to him. Like, so she's scared of him, but yes, she worships him and is in reverence of him. Um, and the fact that uh, anyone who sees or reads the name of Yagalnok is potentially can be can now be possessed. And mm-hmm. I want to leave it up to like you don't know this. Did either? succumb and become possessed by the mythos entity or did Delta Green notice some stuff that she was trying to sell on her internet? Is everything okay? A lot of unanswered questions. Uh, Honeysuckle knew that uh, recognized Colin because he frequented prostitutes and was actually going to blackmail him and the failed um, uh, alertness role. Nobody noticed that she walked in the store. You had about 10 minutes to get in there and to save her. She was, uh, you know, destroyed or sacrificed in a very, you know, the, that little messed up kind of ritualistic. Mm. The um, If you had fought Yagranok, uh it had 75 hit points. Mm-hmm. But in the bathroom that you did not search, uh, there was um, heroin, a bottle of, of pure heroin. The mother and father... They were drugging the people that they sacrificed, so the hooker was clean. They dosed her, which was why the the band was uncertain of why they thought she had quit using heroin. They doped honeysuckle. And if you had taken the syringe full of heroin, you would have, uh, if you had done a good medicine row or whatever to justify that, you could have actually killed the creature with one hit. Oh, you, you OD the host. Which explodes, and the wife then becomes the um, the vector. So then the party starts all over again. <laughs> or you can try to wow. kill that. Though so, I mean, you you I was totally expecting a TPK, but you guys were cautious. <laughs> That's right, Adam. When we walked into the house, I almost turned on the gas stove because you said there was a gas stove in case we needed to blow the place up. I I added a bit, Patrick. 
the part in the beginning. So the way the scenario is, it doesn't mention the genital mutilation part that I did in the beginning. I added that because I was mildly offended with this scenario. It, what it, mm-hmm. it was written as because when Edith, like basically when you're possessed by this mythos entity, like your, your body bloats up, your head recedes into your body. So you're just, you know, a bodiless head and mouths appear on your arms. But, when Edith is possessed and she bursts out of her clothes and stuff like that, a third mouth appears in her vagina. And I thought that that was. So it's way. teeth. Yeah, it turns into teeth. But, I, you know, I thought what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And I felt that it was mildly sexist that she didn't have the same thing happening with both male and female. So. Yeah, like, I don't, yeah, that doesn't quite add up. If, if you're being possessed by the same thing yeah. and being walked to accommodate it, it doesn't make sense why it would be different depending on the the yeah, no, that doesn't that doesn't matter. Yeah. So yeah, it just it seemed of course this scenario was written back in the nineties and I know that, you know, things have changed and stuff like that. It could be an oversight. I'm not critiquing the author of this scenario, but at the same time, you know, that was my own little twist. Uh so this yeah, is that was gross. It was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah it was a good time. Well, Thanks for letting me join. Also, fuck you, Adam. I played my way. (laughs) (laughs) I did it my way. Awesome. So, any comments or suggestions? You know, we started this podcast two years ago, and I was trying to learn about role-playing games uh, and become a better role-player and a better GM. This is most of your all second game. I Just real quick, um, this is the second game we've recorded. I think third one, Noah and I played uh, one that I ran for Last Things Last. any suggestions, comments, like anything you liked that I did, anything that I, you know, recommended I work on in the beginning, like later on? Like, I'm, I'm personally curious, real quick. This is a, a system specific one, but Delta, I think you were asking for a few too many roles for Delta Green. It's a little like um, Trail or the other Gumshoe games where it's sort of structured. I noticed you're doing it more in the second version, in the second session, but you're doing this in the, in the first lot. But um, a lot, a lot of DG, you know, the core clues, the one that gets you to the climax, uh, shouldn't actually be rolls. I know that sounds weird and kind of intuitive, and that's not a game. But yeah, it's actually the opposite. It's it's a design thing so that you don't end up like everyone's staring at your shoes. Okay. Um, yeah. So was that? I just so like I definitely like noticed improvement as as you got on. I think you were doing that a bit. Oh. Appreciate that. So, was I giving better hints? I, was I going more with what you were saying with better this session, or was I doing a better job of it previous session where you were getting the necessary breadcrumbs to get to where you were going? Um, I would. I mean, I would say that like um, you were good about like kind of like trying to prompt us, but there's yes. just as as we got further into this tonight's session, you got better about just calling for like. A skill rating as opposed for the, the the role itself. Okay, cool. So that's just something you need to keep in mind um, yeah. in the future. Is that just you know ask for a skill rating, and if it's like below a certain threshold, maybe then have it make a role. But if it's above a certain threshold, you just automatically get it. That kind of thing. Okay. Um, the the whole part where it's like we weren't like in a rush. It wasn't like a Timing wasn't a critical thing. You just automatically get it kind of thing. This was a good a good example of that. Okay. Um, I enjoyed the descriptions from the from narrative. Like, I enjoyed it. I know it was obviously, like, gross, heinous shit. Uh, 
but I thought it was too well described. Like it was a sensitive topic that I think you um, you handled well. Yeah, like you, I guess you could say, you danced around it, but didn't like obfuscate. Yeah, it was you. You you gave us enough information to know what you were talking about without making it gross. Okay, cool. And and, and not even gross from like a clinical sense, but it grows from a like you know the like exploitative. Yeah, yeah, exploitive. Yeah. Did I did I cry? And this is one little question. I don't mean to keep you guys too long on this, and you know, just hope it's beneficial for somebody else as well. Was the method of me just all of a sudden throwing descriptions of things that your character knew or didn't know? Was I crossing any lines with that particular style of relating? Like, for example, the smell is like a, comparing it to like a rotted cat that was stuck in a car that was had been killed by the fan belt or, or the fan. Actually, no. I think that's really flavorful and uh... yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I enjoy. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as long as yeah, you keep it, like kind of specific stuff, and it's not like you remember the time that you went to France. Like, well, I don't think. I, but if it, if it's relatively common stuff, like the old person smell thing, like everyone's been to their grandma's house or a retirement home or something like that. So then, yeah. it's it's really reasonable. So like, yeah, you know what old place smells like. Yeah, yeah. It was nothing. Like it it, it worked really well. Awesome, and I I think you did a great job given the material you had, which I mean it was pretty good material, but I think you handled it really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. No well, problem. Cool. There's nothing else. I want to thank you guys. It's definitely Patrick. I know you're up real late, man. Thank you very much. It is a clock. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bless you, man. I've had a blast, guys. Thank you. Right. No problem. Thanks for running. Yep. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.